Welcome to episode 22 of Two Please. I'm your host, Abhin. And I'm your co-host, Rohit. In this week's episode, we've decided to do something rather special. I wouldn't say special, but, you know, unique to our tastes. We have decided to go follow another Bollywood superstar. But through the latter half of their career, rather latter to the present, because uh, pre-the 2000s, this superstar was dabbling in all kinds of atrocities. Uh, some of them were called Man. There was another called Mela. There was Bazi, which I think was one of his hits, but still made no sense. Then there's that movie with him and the goddamn snake, which became infamous thanks to Kanangil and Biswa, uh, Kalanrath. Uh, I am, of course, talking about the nation's second favorite superstar, Amir Khan. Um, yeah, I mean, for those who don't know, Amir Khan started his career as a child actor who was uh, most famously in Yado Ki Bharat, I think, as the younger version of one of the middle, I think middle brother, I don't know, one of the brothers. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he also comes from a filmy family in that sense. Um, his extended family has either been to production or they've been writing or stuff like that. So he's always grown up around that atmosphere. I mean, obviously we all know how uh, rampant nepotism in uh, Bollywood is. Mm-hmm. That said, I would give Amir Khan a pass in that sense because while his origins may have been uh, in nepotism, he have been rooted in nepotism. Uh, over the, Especially over the period that we're going to talk about, I think he's more than proved that uh, he could have been, uh, he is a, a great actor on his own mm. merit as well. So, yeah, like Abin said, uh, compared to like when it was with the Shahrukh episode, we looked at more of his earlier career and as opposed to his career in the last decade or so. But with Amir, we decided if you want to talk about good movies, uh, mm-hmm. the propensity of him delivering that has been a lot more uh, since 2000, 2001. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Mela is uh, a watershed moment in that sense uh, because Mela uh, was followed by Lagan. Yeah. And uh, sorry, so you, like, you have something to say clearly. Nothing clearly. No, Mela. Mela brings back some torturous memories. Um, and I think it's, it does do for uh, for Amin as well because I think it was Tunkakarna's last film. Uh, it was. If I am not mistaken, this is also a Ketan Mehta directed film or. Uh, he's pr- involved in the production somehow and uh, it's just that it is it's terrible it's like 90s retrograde nonsense uh, it's her last film yeah it's her her last movie that she actively I think she retired after that wow uh, I, yeah, I heard, I, uh, I, yeah I could be corrected because I think she was like oh if Mela's a hit I'll continue and if Mela's not I will not bother Mela was just not a hit it was disastrous it almost ruined everyone's careers actually ruined the other two careers involved Amir sustained Wait, and Faisal Khan yeah Faisal yeah. what that career is, was there to ruin poor Faisal dude <laughs> he's not well also but uh, oh, anyway yeah, we, uh, yeah. Anyways, what is, yeah yeah on that somber yet slightly dark note, let's start the show. Okay. I am big. It's the pictures that got small.
we are back we are doing this so at the time of recording it is 3:30 pm or 3 around what no is it Hello, what 3 pm in india but 5:21 am in uh, 5:30 am in yeah in new, new york. york because abin has not slept through the night yeah it is so if i sound a bit jaded and a bit uh, leggy during this podcast you know defying his advanced stage yeah <laughs> like this uh, i am a ripe old man at the age of 30 So this is very much out of character for me. Uh Rai Paul man sounds so wrong. Oh god, this episode is mm, going to be like uh, right, right out of Mela. Mela chi disgusting. Dekho 2000 zamana aa gaya itne. Anyway. <laughs> so let's talk about Amir. So um See I actually don't hate Amir in the 90s even though I know we're not talking a lot about his movies in the 90s. Andaz apna apna was still one of my favorite films. uh is one of my favorite films because it's just absolute nonsense it's it's a it's a comedy from start to finish it's not really um there's nothing what do you call ground breaking about it is just hilarious and it's one of those films you can keep revisiting from time to time because there's so much fun to be had and through those years he also did akele hum akele tum which was this gut heart wrenching uh movie i mean basically screamer versus screamer i don't know why uh, it's a reskin screamer versus scream reskin screamer versus and he is also in rangila but i i don't quite give him I that really yeah he is in rangila which again was insane uh but i think that's more urmila's film than it is his movie yeah um even though his character is quite is quite famous uh, has been i mean at least through the years i have some for some reason man sticks out in, in the amir khan ether it's i just remember i don't know why i don't even know why it's just like one of those like koyra la na must be i could not i don't remember who it is but i just remember it being very prevalent and then i think after mela bombed amir realized okay i probably need to like uh, do something about my career and by this time he'd already shot for his i think one of his older friends in in the industry of uh, ashutosh gawarkar about a movie where a bunch of villagers decide to take on uh, the british empire in a game of cricket not only was it successful it absolutely went nuts back in the year 2000 i think 2000 2001 was Two thousand one is a monster year for Amir. Amir Khan, like it changed the landscape of his entire, uh, um, what do you call, journey, especially through through the movies. Because Lagan, I remember watching Lagan in a packed theater, and the amount of it, it, it's, it was like our generation's Rocky, is how I put it. Lagan is just one of those. I, I think it's an okay film. I think it's a tad too long, if I'm being perfectly honest. But I understand the sentiment. it captures and also it uh, propagates um i mean a tad too long should be the name of ashutosh gawarkar's autobiography <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> so uh that goes without saying uh i think i like you said right um lagan was um something completely different or maybe unprecedented in in indian cinema at its time of release so there's a documentary about the making of lagan which is i think which has scenes that the crew themselves shot behind mm. the behind the scenes stuff and interviews mm. i don't know maybe they had an inkling that they were on to something really big the not mm. documentary is called madness in the desert 
okay uh, because of the location they were shooting mm. at and a lot of people given how uh, the production was ballooning and things is spiraling out of control and there were so many variables mm. uh, to manage were calling this uh, endeavor very foolhardy you know, a bunch of people doing something stupid in the middle of the desert mm. obviously when at the time of release it proved pretty wrong but uh, the 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 documentary has clips of the movie being played in theaters mm. people okay now obviously you see a lot of even stupid bhai movies have people behaving mm. this way but for mm. that time for people to get up and whistle and clap someone setting a boundary it's literally like oh and uh, by the way we're doing this podcast episode talking about lagan and today is the india pakistan in the pakistan first yeah yeah so yeah very so, uh, i mean mm. uh, symbolic there but yeah people clapping for boundaries this is a movie there's not a match people mm-hmm. were actually watching the match like a match and those clips are i have not seen anyone uh, react that way to movies in india because obviously i don't watch salman movies in the theater i'm guessing people do that now mm. but uh, so that was something i i would recommend everyone to watch the documentary uh, it it's a really nice uh, good two hour watch even the documentary is a tad too long if you ask me but uh, <laughs> that was one thing the other thing i recall was uh, 2001 when it released uh, i was in dubai i was in school in dubai and mm-hmm. uh, so in dubai news about india travel you, it reaches a little late there's always yeah. that news mm-hmm. like you know yeah. sometimes a month so uh, when this groundswell of appreciation and buzz about lagan was building building i remember maybe a month after its release in india like town was rife with talk about this a uh, new movie that's come out and like you said right on on paper the synopsis looks crazy bunch of farmers are playing cricket against the british mm. and you read in the uh, college times and all i'm reading stuff like a movie about uh, cricketing villagers breaks all records is going to be india's entry to the assembly like, what the fuck is this this <laughs> does not make any sense mm. and i guess that played as a hook because i'm sure a lot of people are tempted to watch the movie purely by the description because this makes no sense and i i i don't agree with you entirely i don't think it's an okay movie it's a good movie it's a, it's a very good movie yes it does sap your energy because of how long it is and long it is yeah a lot of dynamics a lot of threads in the movie can be done away with uh, mm. with the larger plot being unaffected it's a great movie i don't think it has repeat value what repeat watchability a because the movie is not uh path st- narratively it's not path breaking it's a great story it's a great story but it's story. a it's yeah it's, you it's can watch it and be obvious and it's really long i keep watching mm. it again and again so mm. but yeah um i think like you said uh, coming from uh, coming off the back of mela and stuff mm. lagan i think played a big big part in a establishing amir reestablishing amir khan as a serious dramatic actor Hmm. and uh, putting him back on the map for good work good work right and then so the, that was the, the i remember it being it was our cultural phenomenon for the year 2001 and yeah. uh, i remember it being sent to the oscars and everyone thought it was and in, india had pitched all their hopes onto it thinking what's going to bring back um uh, bring back bring back the award and i remember them all taking pictures and then you realize that oh uh as a, they have lost to a, a film called no man's land uh which and i remember like the cast members being absolutely deflated that they had lost lost the film and they were yeah. like oh we'll watch this movie no man's land we'll make we'll be the judge of it 
and no man's land is my opinion is a much better movie <laughs> it is it is i mean it mm. is mm. I, i don't know okay so controversial opinion here maybe there are certain topics about which if you make movies it's a safe bet that we oscar bet uh, mm. yeah mm. okay yeah, that's the term right i don't know why i was mm. trying mm. to circle around beat around the bush man yeah mm. it's a great movie it's oscar bet not that that's a neg- not that that's a bad mm. thing Hmm. Just call, uh, just calling it out for what it is, not call out or labeling it for what it hmm. is. It's a great movie. It's Oscar bait. Hmm. So anyway, and then I remember. So, but then people are like, "Oh, Lagan!" It, 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 it furthered the underdog story, right? It just, it like went through. Um, it, it just like, like the the legend grew out out of it, and it has since become one of India's most beloved. Uh, films, even though it is about three hours long, people do still yeah. talk about it in, um, like in with with great affection because I think it reminds yeah, yeah. us of a time uh, where we all were like surprised and we were uh, part of this weird phenomenon that had taken the world and a bit of the uh, taken the, the the nation and a bit of the world by storm. And then and a lot I mean, of it uh, has yeah. survived into day to day litany as well. Uh, mm. I don't know how, if you. heard people say but if somebody is attempting something they've never attempted before they're trying for something that's a little out of their comfort zone mm-hmm. they often say kachra khelega kachra like, oh, nice <laughs> oh i didn't know that that's that's interesting yeah, yeah so uh, some of it has slipped into like day to day lingo as well so uh, uh, it's left its mark on indian culture at large i feel interesting i didn't i didn't know that's something i learned <laughs> speaking of leaving marks on indian culture mm. and and the landscape of uh, the youth uh, so to speak uh, amir goes in his next film is a complete opposite of uh, what lagan was it is a 2002 2001 only oh, 2001 same year he had what, imagine he had yeah, yeah so in 2001 cuz i remember i was in fifth standard and this was when both movies came out yeah um, and so in 2001 he had this and he had dil chahta hai which was directed by a debutant uh, director in the name of farhan akhtar and it is the story of of three boys and their journey to find love it's literally called dil or like what yeah. their heart wants yeah so each yeah. one has three different storylines uh, there's akshay khanna there's saif ali khan and there's amir khan and <laughs> this movie is also a bit too long if i'm being perfectly honest like the whole australia yeah. sequence is yeah he's just is like i'm like dude you stretch this out a bit too much the but entire australia bit is padding the bus the first hour and 20 minutes i will not change a single frame i think the the build up to them coming back from like of them going to goa and coming back from goa <laughs> was is just <laughs> in, beautiful and like uh, no no go on go on sorry no, no go on no, like it's fine no and the, the the jokes in the movie i have watched the movie i i don't even know how many times like mm. if it's on tv i'll watch it maybe 10 15 mm. times easily mm. i'll mm. still laugh at those jokes especially safs anything involving safs in the yeah. movie is just man evergreen comedy exactly and like let's not even i think the music i i, I we kind of want to talk uh, about yeah, lagan yeah. i mean a small hat tip to lagan's uh, score as well cuz i think rehman is in top form there and then as good as he is there shankar asan lawyer also extremely good in this movie 
I would say a tad better that has, mm. that is no comment on Rahman's amazing score. Just Dil mm. Chahta is one of those landmark music scores in Bollywood. I would say. Yeah, where it just it embraced, uh, like it it went from the escalating violence to uh, bass, like you know a, a lot of bass in songs. Yeah. Um, then there is there's like a weird disco themed. a uh, song uh, there as well it's just Thank it has God. a bit of everyone everything. our age has danced to koi kahe kehta hai yeah, i can some... bet my like last dollar on it yeah i'm sure like at some point we have right it's just it's just that even till today if it if it plays in clubs people will still dance is yeah. that's just how what uh, what do you call um this that's i mean it's testament to that to that song's legacy it is absolutely it is a proper banger now yeah. the film is is interesting because i mean we've it's three storylines that ultimately are connected by by one incident about three friends who go their separate ways but come back and it's in at, at its core is is a movie about friendship but and this was the new india right this was what like we were coming into the new millennium and mm. um the it boom was on its way or was it, it was just yeah, about it was, yeah. it was at its the dot com bubble had burst much, yes yeah, yeah. yeah no no yeah pretty much it was around yeah. that time yeah and so there was there was a whole like um shift in um, in mentality like you could tell like kids were abandoning the ideas of the 90s uh and it was so this is that that milestone film that people still look back to being like oh yeah this was kind of when things all changed this is the, this is my reference point as to what when that generation made the down jump and i'm sure in 2011 also we've had like for us i wouldn't say the, the uh, us but particularly the generation below us must have also have had a film that did that for them and i'm not quite sure what it is uh, mm. that that should have that uh, did it but yeah the dilchata i think is one of the better films again prithvi is is excellent in the movie her Australian sequence situation could have been like the whole melodrama of it all. I get it. You have to like cater to that crowd who are so That's used to. That's the uh, unpleasantly Bollywood part of what is otherwise a refreshingly un-Bollywood movie. Exactly. Yeah, and I think it it like it holds. It's like okay, this is too out there, or this is too different a film from what our audiences are used to. So like load up on the melodrama is what I assume the brief must have been at some point. Be like, okay, no, bring that back. And 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 wasn't her fiance's name husband uh, Rohit? Yeah, yes. Because I, yeah, I recall I was like, dude, why do they have to name Dick's Rohit, dude? <laughs> Dicks or they're dead. One of two. The, the year two thousand or two thousand one wasn't wasn't kind to Rohit. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> That's been a. I think. I assume there's been a drop in name, like names of Rohit since. I'm not complaining. <laughs> But um, no, like you said, um, it is. It is a coming of. I would say it's. It's a love story, but also more a coming of age. a uh, story for the three characters because mm. uh, the the first half of the movie with the exception of akshay khanna who i don't know his characterization is annoying at times very acts like he was born 100 years old like mm. he acts to pseudo philosophical at time but other than that the three of them are these laid back guys who are just enjoying life not taking things seriously not realizing that some things need to be taken seriously seriously yeah And through the through the progression of the movie's plot you re- they themselves have the realization that they need to grow up and take grow responsibility up and, yeah. mm. and 
and commit and understand that the words they utter have weightage and have consequences the other the other thing about dil chahta hai is to my knowledge i'm just trying to rack my brain uh, this was the first movie where at least for our generation there was a director who was setting the movie with characters who were unabashedly modern unabashedly slightly upper middle class i would say yes people in the movie don't have financial problems and that's a theme that i have noticed is common even with soya actors films be it zindagi na milegi dobara be it uh, dil dhadakne do the characters in their movies are not dealing with oh i have financial hardship or i need to work my way up they like they, mm-hmm. they deal with interpersonal issues but so yeah that that's the dynamic of their movies which i don't know why it always stood out to me uh, mm. or rather i tend i tend to notice it uh, mm. that that also has like a feel good factor attached to it because yeah because it's like a yeah. lot of us yeah a like, lot of like, us do deal with that shit so yeah it's like yeah it's a fine yeah it's a fine so it's like as if we don't have enough financial hardships in our life so um, i mean i i get that okay you're going to focus more on on the people and i quite like films that focus on people and relationships because at the end of it and at the end of the day yes we have all the money in the world but uh, i mean we could have all the money in the world not saying we do <laughs> and uh, <laughs> big big <laughs> if there uh, but it's still the people who come along with that with that journey that may or may not accumulate money is what really makes it for for all of us and i like films that focus on 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 those relationships on those um, on those dynamics on on the struggles of trying to get through to each other even during particular times and i, I so like dch is one of those movies where there's each one has a coming of age story it's not a high school coming of age story but it's a coming mm. of age story and it just like even for us we're like okay we have now reached this point in our lives and we're still learning i wouldn't say we are but i would consider myself to be a grown up uh, because what is the definition of a grown up anymore like oh man mm. like our our parents grown ups grown ups i don't know this is it's too early for me to be having these conversations because <laughs> time no, of day anyway yeah no and like there are things that you are expected to do as a grown up that i'm not even remotely ready to do at this exactly time. yeah so it's just so <laughs> what i can do is i can pay my taxes and that is the most grown up <laughs> aspect aspect of my and the the older i get the more i the more offended i am with the fact that we weren't taught how to do it in school so some educational minister or person in reform is listening to this please teach children how to do taxes things you would never thought you never hear in a movie pod but just here we were uh also i think like lagan uh, this final point i think like lagan dil chahta hai obviously has also had a lot of impact mm. lasting cultural impact uh, in the in india uh even to this date if if a group of friends uh four of them when they go to goa uh, in a car or uh, if they ride if they've rented bikes uh and they're and they're driving around like maniacs yeah. uh, they tend to listen to dil chahta hai uh, yeah, okay for, so for those who were not catching on to the joke me avin and two of our friends uh, did the same thing in in college goa, yeah. went to goa rented bikes wore shades blasted dil chahta hai went to fort aguada because yeah. ever since how can you not go to fort aguada how can you yeah. not go to, exactly yeah, that, yeah. that's what the movie has given given the, this country mm. yeah so yeah i think legacy is going to last 
uh, far beyond Amir's life lifespan as well. I guess this is a movie mm. that people are going to remember for a long time. Yeah, man, that's DCH sub. And I mean, I'd love to know. Like, obviously, I've always said this, so I would love to know your thoughts on on any of the movies we're discussing. So, uh, Spotify now has this option where we can keep a little poll section or like. Uh, a little feedback section so just drop us your thoughts and we'll try and incorporate them into episodes in the future now moving on uh, our man then decided to take a three year break if i am not mistaken or was it a four year break he went three, from yeah. Mm, three four yeah yeah and then because he was like oh i um i am now like i have now become this messiah of the film industry and i am about to go to a movie that i'm going to double down on the whole uh fighting the english uh, thing because it was clearly very big at the time and he comes out with a movie called mangal pandey the rising and this is directed again directed by ketan mehta stars amir khan and toby stephens the son of dame maggie smith or also known as gustav graves in the now infamous <laughs> a uh, bond movie die another day which is now for me holds comic value at the time i have for many years hated everything about that film and what it represents and just what it did to the bond franchise but that is a story for another podcast now mangal pandey's the rising i remember the hype i remember going to garda mall to see our so garda mall is a place in bangalore that uh, is quite famous and amir khan had come in for the premiere So my mother and I ran to go see him because we were. She was a big fan, and I was just like, "Okay, Mal, come with you." And we saw him. She waved at him. He and he waved back, and like it was a whole. She's one of her happiest moments. And and then we watched the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Things were not so happy after. My God, is this movie boring? I mean. Um... it's about an incident that maybe lasted what four days or a yeah. day mm. i mean it is, i'd see okay so 1857 is the uprising is a very important aspect in yes, in yes. independence so like let's be extremely clear i'm not shitting on the on mangal pandey or anything that he has to do uh, that that has to do with him historically but this film and what it does with the subject matter is not very good hmm. and and to give people a, a brief background of what the subject matter is about or what mm-hmm. subject matter is so that you can understand when abin and i say this was a very brief event that maybe the movie stretched out so the re- background for quick history class the background for the 1857 revolt was that the britishers were uh, making um, indian soldiers use uh, enfield cartridges in the guns and the enfield cartridges before you put them in the guns you had to lick them and then put them in the gun for whatever reason operational purpose to bite and, them off or something Ah, bite them off, not lick them. Mm. Why would I? Why would you lick them? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyways, you bite, you bite off, off the top. The, yeah. Yeah. And uh, these were dipped in pig fat, if I recall, mm. or beef, beef yeah. or something like that. pig fat, which which was objectionable to a lot of Indian soldiers, who I'm guessing were vegetarian. Um, and a lot of soldiers were unhappy about it. Mangal Pandey was credited to be the first soldier who decided, "Fuck that! I'm I'm not going to do this anymore." Mm. And he. uh barakpur i remember he was in the yeah. he was in barakpur and that's where he uh decided to take a step against the british uh command and uh, led a revolt there were a lot of princely princely states in india around that time which were a tinderbox looking for the right spark to kind of uh 
rebel against the the british yoke and uh, i think that incident sparked off uh, the 1857 revolt which uh, did not end well for the people who staged the uprising but hmm. still remains a, a pivotal moment in india's history but, yeah um, i don't really have much to say on mangal pandey's rising i don't think it's a good movie i think it's one of those missteps uh in amis career where i i think they had the they had approached this thing with good intentions but they sunk a lot of money into it and they tried to ride the coattails of his success you know that also the fact that he'd been out for so long and i don't think it did very well and off he went a lot of the press coverage was about the fact that amir khan was growing his mustache yeah mangal pandey yeah and the primary talking point of all your films pr is the fact that your actors bodily functions are taking place mm. as as per normal mm. that does not bode well for your movie exactly and i think that's all i and you probably yeah. have to say on <laughs> mangal pandey like the less said about it the better i suppose he followed this up with he uh, returned to yashraj uh, and i think so he did and i think he infamously said he was not going to work with yashraj or certain issues and yashraj finally and i think bent the knee or they came to a compromise and he did a movie with them called fana which was also kajol's comeback vehicle into films at the time i remember it her kajol's um, had been out of kajol had been out of, out of movies for a while and for me growing up kajol and shree devi are my childhood heroines like the, no one compares um mm. like it's shree devi for the early 90s and then kajol for the latter because just how it was right um yeah like i haven't even begun why we there would be an episode where we talk about the legacy of mr india and what that means to a generation of kids that that grew up on it um but that episode is going to get dirty yes pana so yeah so i i think it's directed by shahad ali uh, or kunal kohli no kunal kohli possibly yes you're right it's not shahad ali directed by kunal kohli uh, this was a movie about a blind girl falling in love with this uh, this man who then turns out to be a terrorist i'm sorry i'm ruining fana for you but it's really not a good film okay. either it was like a couple of missteps that uh, amir had post the highs of lagan and dil chahta hai and i think this was the second along the way now do you have any thoughts about this or can we just skip over it and move to the next one um quick thoughts anyway movie. no it's yeah. a weird movie that's it the only thing i remember from the movie is the song subhanallah which kanash yeah. kare sang really well kanash kare shan order hmm that that's about it otherwise chance it's a weird movie right? chance of, yeah subhanallah so, i called subhanallah in chaitanya's oh, yeah. refrain is what yeah. has stuck with me but yeah chance farish um other than that it's just a weird movie uh, yeah, not not quite fun don't if you have nothing better to do and you want something on as background noise this is probably watch it. mr india dude. if you have to watch this watch uh, or just hey, watch but, this one scene 40 times you're okay <laughs> <laughs> 
in rose 2006 and in rose rangde basanti which in my opinion is okay i have something to i know the plot of rangde basanti i know what it's about i know what the characters are i know where it goes i have not seen this movie to completion till okay without do we spoil this movie i think we can so let's just say there is till a point where till a certain character dies so you watch that yes and then you haven't watched the last time guessing half yeah. an hour of the half an hour of it, yeah basically yeah where they have this whole and uh, Why? and just don't know i i know what happens like i know what 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 happens i mean yeah you know what will happen it's there, like it's that like five club for me so yeah, that is never in question mm, it's not about mm, what will happen mm. uh is the way the the guys who are in the midst of it yeah the way they react to it and what they, i mean are sounding mm. like idiots trying mm. to skirt around spoilers but yeah it's mm. it's the execution is really good yeah you should I, you should finish the movie i should but and like fine, you said I, i know what happened i know what the plot of the film is so it's fine you can spoil yeah, it and spoil it yeah. Yeah, yeah which is fair i think uh, firstly like you said if this movie were to be attempted to made today Yeah, it would have been band kar de basanti you can't do <laughs> today's day and age no chance this shit is lying today um, the, the firstly the movie is too secular for today in today's india girish kulkarni's character is a hero and an asshole in in uh, and uh, anyways i mean there, there's enough and more i don't want us to be you are in new york safe and secure i'll get fucked here so i'm going to shut up now. <laughs> like i said i'm back in a few weeks but <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah so i mean that, that's one point the other thing uh, i feel rakesh <laughs> i don't i don't know how to feel about rakesh om prakash mera he made two really good films in uh, my opinion which uh, are the two rang, rangde vasanti and bhag milkha bhag hmm. uh lesser said about ux the better <laughs> listen, i like ux dude <laughs> <laughs> that is like it's like face off right in a way yeah no it's like this guy gets it's not even face off it's a spirit it's not even the spirit like yeah it's like this whole body possession story it's, it's so bizarre and it's actually it's amita bachan and manoj bajpai and yeah. ravina tandon so, working in a strip so, club i, I don't there's a whole thing that exactly happens. and and even dilly six is great in concept but not so good in execution execution yeah so with rakesh om prakash mera this is my opinion i'm sure there are people who who will die on the hill of saying he's a great director i'm not saying he's not but um, he you, takes risks sometimes yeah. when it pays off it pays off spectacularly in the form of kavag is a fairly straightforward movie mm-hmm. i would say rangde vasanti not just for its time but even to this day the way narratively it is approached 
Indian mm. freedom fighters are generally yeah, exalted mm. in movies but just the way things progress and eventually they are pretty much the same person and yeah uh, when and to put that in the context of it's not just flashbacks it's shown as reels of the movie that this uh, sue is shooting i mean mm. oh man the, the framing of the narrative in the movie is revolutionary I, it has never been done in hindi cinema to my knowledge mm. and it's never been attempted since it, and and to me uh, in the midst of all this while everyone has given stellar performances sohali khan they somehow managed to make mm. sohali khan act well uh, i feel amir khan and sharman joshi are the heart of the uh, heart of the movie Sharma and, Joshi uh, dude what happened or oh, we'll get to it by the way cuz Sharma Joshi will, I don't think this is the only time he makes an appearance on this list because he's about to make another one very soon as well yeah, uh, yeah. yeah so and but, uh, I love this movie like yeah. the from the first time I watched it and I and I watched it a, a few times after that as well uh, a also the the, the movie's music helps, that was about his point yeah helps it go down a lot easily one more uh, like another great rahman album if yeah another phenomenal uh, rahman album i think probably my opinion could be his best yeah it's just like i, I mean I, i would say i can't yeah, i can't i can't like i, I would it would be unfair to what came before it would be unfair to the one album that came after but uh, in a way isn't it a little more it's a is a little more modern than the movie's date as well it doesn't feel like yeah. a 2006 album it it would Very be just in, yeah, just at home bit. say 10 years after as well oh fuck i forgot he's also his delhi six album also is great so yeah. so yeah like so, rahman is i mean rahman i love love this i love yeah. this movie like from start to finish probably your favorite amir khan film i'd say in the last 20 years yeah yeah without a doubt without a shred of doubt right then i then i can totally understand why it's just that i have had no idea why this is it's one of those mistakes i have to course correct uh very very soon okay and then and, so uh, and at the rate we're going i think in another 5 6 years you won't be able to find the movie anyway so yeah yeah i feel hold on I to your copy copy hold on to it otherwise somebody will start applying burn all on it because you know that's just how it is yeah uh, after this amir says you know what i'm about, i'm going to go dabble in direction and in 2007 he drops this film which he also stars in about a boy suffering from dyslexia it makes the whole nation weep so i didn't cry in this movie but i being but i felt very emotional and i don't usually get like and and you can tell this amir is like ha huh, what a i'm going to make you cry now i'm going to make you cry now now i'm now i'm going to make you cry why aren't you crying cry cry cuz people around me were weeping and this is of course tari zameen par starring darshil safari who had a like it was a, a star is born kind of performance from him and then poor guy just got sucked into the entrapments of Uh, child superstar i don't know i hope he's doing okay now but i don't know where he is why what happened i don't know like i saw this movie to my under, like my opinion was 
he was made for this role yes but what other work could he have done so i thought he just faded into obscurity made, but what happened? they made they made him a child superhero they tried to capitalize on the whole krish thing and he was in a bunch of movies in the middle it didn't really work out i wonder i think he's kind of like doing his own thing now hopefully that um i mean whatever he's doing he's fine but anyway back to the i hope he's movie. not suffering no right <laughs> But okay, um, and so Tar is the main player rolls around, and Amir, like, is in this film. He plays a teacher that helps out poor Darshil who can't read or write, and it's a story that hit very close, uh, like hit home close to me. I mean, yeah, because, because we were in tenth grade where our parents yeah. are like fucking study, <laughs> like. And for somebody who has actually suffered a form of dyslexia, like I had to learn oh, handwriting mm-hmm. the other way around, so like I had to learn how to write using mirror handwriting, and uh, that was explains a lot about my handwriting. This is why your handwriting is shit. Yeah, yeah. shit. Yes. So yeah. Oh yeah. So for those, a... oh my god, I've been handwriting one of the worst. <laughs> wow. Thanks. I literally told you about my like childhood story. These jumps. Fuck. Fuck. Horrible, dude. <laughs> So there's a, so I'm sorry I know you for too long for you to get, get sympathy and all. Yeah. <laughs> I have tried to copy your lab manuals and I have suffered. So no. <laughs> so the funny thing is, so every time Rohit and I go for a quiz, I'm like, okay, you sit in the middle because you're the one writing yeah. anyway. <laughs> so for those like generally, if it's a three-person quiz, the person in the middle has the paper where if you're writing something down, he's in charge, and because you can hear people on either side, so they decide okay what answer you go with, etc. Every time in a quiz, Abhin has shuffled. Uh, when you're trying to get into a desk, Abhin shuffles through, and he's like, looking like he's going going to sit in the middle. Who either me or the other guy just taps him on the shoulder. What do you think you're doing? Get out! <laughs> you're not sitting in the center. Just get out. It, it is a sad. So yeah, sorry. Coming back to yeah coming situation. To anyway, coming back to to, to TZP. This movie made a lot of money. and it made i don't know but made the audience cry but it made the box office registers very happy and yeah, um, yeah. it is a good movie i mean it is a, uh, yeah we might be sounding a little cynical and i mean all mm-hmm. jokes apart dyslexia is at least at that problem, point of time yeah. was not a recognized problem in india yeah mm-hmm. especially in india i know the tiger the tiger parent phenomenon is a lot more prevalent and mm. these sort of problems not having acceptance basically means that if you're not able to perform the only reaction you get from parents is more pressure and more so whatever sort yeah. of there's more yeah. put on you mm-hmm. understanding these sort of problems is not something that's in the indian mainstream and like i said the, the reason this movie resonated with me was obviously this was 10th grade and in in um, indians obviously indian kids will empathize that grade 10 grade 12 are where your life is made so basically in the eyes of indian parents by the ages uh, by 15 and by 17 you know whether your life is a success anything you do all for the rest of the, life, the 50 60 the, years of your life does not matter at all yeah exactly <laughs> yeah the 15 so the, and that's the funny thing it is the most inconsequential part of your life yes you may end up in a you know weird school but it is not going to dictate where you go which is like uh i don't know but it's it's, it's what society yeah. is yeah what society is built us up and has built built that belief system into our into our folks and i don't know with with tcp it was just it, it it's misery upon to a certain extent mm. if you if you think about it absolutely 
Yeah, that like he she he leaves her in like his mother leaves him in a boarding school, and there's this super emo song about what about what he would have said to his mom and my mother is howling and like my sister is yeah yeah, howling. yeah just, so this so, yeah uh, the song is called ma ma and the lyrics are exploitatively emotional emotional yeah. and my mom watches saregama and all that on mm. tv mm. anytime anyone sings and people have sang that mm. song i think 100 times over the la- over the yeah. years yeah. my mom cries every time she's like the lyrics uh, i'm like dude at this point you know what the next word is going to be, going to be how yeah. is it affecting you the same time same way every time Uh, TCP. I actually haven't seen that movie in a while. I think it's it's a very difficult movie for me to sit through. Uh, it's not easy. It's not an easy watch. It's not it's something you would not. Yeah, yeah. Unless you were really forced into sitting and watching it, I I would not recommend. I mean, if you haven't seen it, definitely because it's an important movie. It's definitely like it was in terms of the like the legacy of the film. It brought dyslexia into the mainstream. Like. highlighted a very important issue that children in society are facing and for that i am thankful and it is it is a good movie it is not a movie that her that has rewatchable value and i probably won't be revisiting it anytime soon not because i don't like it it's just that it's in that heavy. sense i would yeah. say yeah. it's like schindler's list i wouldn't Basically, say it's, it's as good as schindler's it's a mm. really good movie Mm. You can't watch it over and over. It's yeah, I I brains. feel like I, I feel like I can watch Schindler's List every like once every decade because it's it's uh, oh man that that is not a happy film. I mean, it is an emotional film. It is a. I mean, I'm sure there's a set movie. of people yeah. today where for whom it is a happy film. Yeah. What? Oh, neo Nazis too. Neo Nazis, yeah, honey, yeah. Oh, it's just, it's just I mean, like, we've mm-hmm. we've spoken about neo-Nazis in this episode already, so yeah, ah, very very nice, very nice. Uh, but um, moving on from TZP, I'm gonna get uh, killed. Why? <laughs> Because the stuff I'm saying on this episode, I just hope I make it to the next episode. <laughs> you come back from Paris, they'll be waiting for you at the customs. <laughs> <laughs> What do you have to declare that you are anti-national? <laughs> oh okay. Anyway, uh, so yeah, then I hope they forget all that I said, which is my segue into. I'm giving you a segue to uh, the next movie. Yeah. Oh, my poor friend Kalpana under her shoes. So the the. <laughs> my, <laughs> So we spoken about this on a previous episode. I think mm, on the yes. hot takes episode, I, we spoke about how I think I picked up why Gajani is is a loud mess and needs to be avoided at all costs. So Gajani takes the premise of, and if you want my act, my thoughts on the film, it's on it's on that episode. You can go check it out. But in terms of Amir, so I think in between these two films, the abs craze had had sprung out, right? Because two oh, thousand. Seven, Seven was, yeah, Om Shanti Om, and um, Shahrukh Khan did a song which literally translates, uh, and the lyric I could the hook literally translates to "My heart is filled with the pain of disco." Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, why? It's just it's it's hilarious. Like the, the I I be, this is something I noticed on the DVD comment, like DVD uh, subtitles, <laughs> but. <laughs> Uh, and <laughs> so somebody actually had to subtitle my heart is filled with the pain of disco and that person got paid for their job i love it for the longest time i read it reverse i was like i thought i think it was my heart is pain filled with the disco of pain 
which also doesn't make sense but anyway no no ஜனி <laughs> it it oddly reminds the only thing i've actually seen that comes close to it is the 2016 adaptation of berserk where <laughs> they replace all the sword clashing noises with metal with metal clangs and this is for every time he picks up his sword the you can hear metal clang like the same uh, and it's the exact same clang you hear in gajni so i was like oh my god i'm having gajni ptsd watching this and it's very infuriating one if you're a berserk fan two if you've watched gazni and you're like oh fuck this is this is horrible why why am i doing this to myself and but do you like this movie i don't want to talk about this movie to be honest okay let's <laughs> yeah. that, that's all i have to say about it yeah <laughs> oh sorry i forgot i forgot what movie are we talking about let's talk about the next one oh uh, has yeah. it been half an hour half an hour 15 minutes right i think <laughs> 15 minutes whatever that's how little i know about the movie but yeah moving on moving on what did he do after oh i mean <laughs> are you seriously asking me or are you just yeah, like setting no, me up no i'm serious okay i could be doing both do uh, okay so uh, the the next movie that he he came out with was uh, was this little indie production called uh, three idiots <laughs> oh right <laughs> Listen it's 5:30 in the morning. I mean 6 I haven't slept but okay. Oh yeah this is yeah. so he follows up Gajni with a little indie project known as 3 Dates. Is it the highest grossing Hindi movie of all time? I don't know if it's, if it's still in I'm sure it's some stupid Salman movie but uh, at the point of its release around that time it was it was a record holder with somebody else yeah. broke and whatever mm. but um, little background for those of you who may not know this movie was directed by rajkumar hirani whose previous two movies were lage uh, raho munna bhai and munna bhai mbbs both box office and critical monsters in their own right mm. uh, so rajkumar hirani had that midas touch with whatever he directed uh, just sort of everyone loved and everyone watched in theaters all the producers made money he got all of the awards in a way i would in that sense i would say rajkumar hirani is like the spielberg of bollywood but mm-hmm. uh, so there was that and uh, i i remember there, there being a lot of anticipation around the time of this release because it had a great star cast it had hirani directing and it was uh, based again, off a very famous book based off of chetan bhagat's book so mm. again chetan bhagat has that sort of mass appeal and the story also has parallels with tari zameen par in the sense of uh, how the indian education system kind of grinds people out and mm. takes the it removes the differentiators that people have yeah. indian education tries to fit everyone into this square box mm. or square box uh, so the movie talks a lot about that uh, again great music great performances it's a masala movie make no mm. mistake it is it is by no means unconventional or it is by no means uh, path breaking in that sense but it tells the 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 moral that it wants to tell it tells it in a convincing way in an enjoyable way 
I can see why the movie made a lot of money. Much value because it's an easy watch. Uh, obviously, that uh, the whole speech scene while Speakers, highly yeah. problem, while highly problematic in maybe today's sensitivities the, was, was a lot. Was, was, was a yeah. at yeah. the time i remember it like i remember it causing quite a lot of buzz i like that was the year right because yeah. i think avatar also was that year three dits was also that year and yeah it was just insane with the amount of um publicity and like um, and the and the praise it received so The, the the songs are songs that people still sing in hostels these days the the kind of people that the film uh, portrays are very much people we know in real life sharman joshi and i think madhavan is the heart and soul of this movie uh yeah, he's just yeah. so good he's absolutely phenomenal in this movie and even because it's amish power like star power is what people look towards madhavan gets slept on in the film he's excellent in this movie Absolutely. And yeah, and then Amir decided to like after the success of this, Amir decided to go to another indie project. I don't think which was well received, but I quite liked. Uh, this is 2011's Dobi Gat, starring mm. uh, Monica Dogra, um, Pratik Babbar, Amir Khan, of course, and it's three separate stories of Mumbai that ultimately culminate. Have some that a form of connection between each other. I quite like this film. I thought it's a it's a it's a very quiet movie. I liked how quiet this film was, and it's it was a double header because he was this was his serious film, and he made a cameo in another movie that year, or I think earlier in the, later early, later on in the year. Later in the later in the year, the year where he shows up as a disco fighter. Uh, yeah. in delhi valley which one of the highlights of delhi valley easily disco fighter is a memorable character mm-hmm. uh i think amir khan produced the movie yes uh, I'm, yeah I'm not yeah so there's that uh again like you said contrasting here i haven't watched dhopi ghat myself so i don't mm-hmm. i don't have much of a say on it mm-hmm. um so yeah kind of a linear for him but i am i'm guessing this was where he wanted to indulge in stuff that he wanted to do so mm-hmm. I think next up was 2012's Talash. The answer mm. lies within, mm-hmm. uh, in which he plays this very. I, I mean, again, I, I guess it's because of the mustache, but he's a very intimidating-looking police officer. Uh, and I would say Talash is a fairly recent noir movie. Mm, it and, is. Oh, I, uh, I think it's a very nice movie. Outside of Sri Ram Raghavan, at least in the last decade, couple of decades, there haven't been too many good noir movies. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, Talash is a rarity. Very nice film, actually. <laughs> I remember this movie vividly because this was the first time. So there was a crazy night the night before I went to watch Talash, which absolutely wrecked my uh, uh, day. It was it involved Skyfall, Jackie, and a bunch of other things. And the next night we had, we had tickets to go watch Talash. so uh, and i remember watching the film and the film has a very pivotal um twist in the climax climax and mm. i don't know why i thought what i did but i said it out loud and there was a collective groan across my seat because i said out before it eventually was revealed as like oh 
this could be this and it people were like oh and then my girlfriend at the time turned to me and started whacking me saying stupid idiot and i was like well, what happened and she said oh because it's true it makes sense and i was like oh shit i'm sorry i ruined this movie for you uh and i went to watch it with my folks after that and pretended to, pretended to be shocked and stuff and my mom's like please stop acting i know you were seeing this movie <laughs> and um but i still I, i still quite enjoy that film i think it's it's a story about loss like um family yeah. and and loss and that and that's a uh, and i always gravitate towards stories where like where characters are really feeling something because those emotions are really what make us human and i and there's a family family dynamic there's there's a loss of a child is it's a whole thing and i encourage you check it out and make um your opinion on the film yourself as well if because this is a, a good yeah, movie, a film let the exactly don't let the reviews say you i don't know why they seem to be a little unnecessarily harsh on the movie it's a nice movie that you should definitely check out yeah <laughs> the, the movie after this is again i think it's a it's a harkening back to days of mela which is in the sense that doom 3 which was his next movie is bad shit insane oh my god this movie okay i'm this i have never I, uh, complained I mean, just, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't want us to talk too much about the movie because at some point I'm sure we want to do a movie uh, an episode yeah. on the doom set of films mm. so let's leave our in more insightful saying insightful more uh, insightful comments about doom for that but broad thoughts what are your what what are your, what are your feelings about the movie I do not like this movie it gave me a migraine a migraine that didn't go away for two years <laughs> I I I am not saying this is a joke or anything. I remember because we we had exams and I finished the exam and I said oh I haven't seen the new Doom I want to go check it out. It is it is basically a dance movie. It is just Katrina Kaif and Amir Khan dancing and then in the middle of that some robberies are happening. No why does this movie have so many twists like who asked for it? Something happens this 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 like back and forth it, by the end it's like I don't give a fuck dude just end it. There's a weird there's some double bike situation I'm like dude it's just this feels like very much a um a the best part of the movie was the credits <laughs> the opening and the close oh yeah. the best part about this movie oh yes now that you mention it so there's a thief there is a whoever wrote the english dialogue for this film deserves a raise because there's clear there these detectives investigating a crime scene and uh, they're like do we have any leads and then the female officer is like i'm not sure sir but we but we think it's a thief and then <laughs> I, like, <laughs> i was like wow wow like that really really and that sets the tone for the rest of the film so less said about it the better and then i think he followed this up with pk which is a bizarre film if you think about it which absolutely does not get made today Yeah, there's no like there's there's no chance this movie gets made today. Like literally, I was like, and there were a fair bit of. Uh, I think even now it gets dragged through the mud, saying, "Oh, Ahmed did this, Ahmed did that." No, uh, in PK, in PK is the one film that they use uh, as uh, as a stick to beat Rajkumar Hirani with. It's like a weird Forrest Gumpish story. Anushka Sharma is a reporter. Yeah, Anushka Sharma is a reporter that follows him around, and. Yeah, it's it's like 
I don't remember this film that much. I watched it. It's. Uh, I think eventually all good runs have to come to an end. No, no. I think this was the signified kind of the end. For Hirani, I don't think this was a nice movie. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it. Okay, so a good movie should. Let's let's juxtapose PK with another of Hirani's movies, which say take lagera ho munna bhai. The movie clearly has a message. It talks about the relevance of. Uh, uh, Gandhism, Gandhism in today's day and age. Mm-hmm. However much I, I may not agree with it, but mm. uh, it's a the movie has a standalone good story, and mm. in the 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 message ensconced in that story, PK tries too hard to push a certain narrative, whatever the mm. narrative is, at the cost of a, a an enjoyable story. I feel, and mm. also I do I don't like the way Amir's acted in the movie. I get it; he's an alien. it mm. just feels weird like feels out of enjoy place. the movie yeah yeah it's, it's just like this weird thing i don't quite i don't like his performance in the scene i just feel it's very yeah. odd yeah uh yeah what did he do next i mean if we want to talk about briefly dil dhadakne do he he acted i mean he has a voice role he played the dog so i don't know i, I don't wanted to say about it i yeah i don't have much to say about it but i feel there's an episode for zoya that i want to do or rather just indian directors i that we admire and yeah. dil dhadakne do is a movie i particularly enjoy i think it is a in my opinion it's probably better than zdnmd uh, i not i zdnmd is obviously three charming leads but the whole family dynamics of Dev Dadakne though is something I quite enjoy. True, uh, I don't deny that, but I think, mm. in my opinion, the MD is a the better movie because I wouldn't. I would say better for me because I find I find myself relating more. Relating with, more, yeah. With the whole live mm. in the now as opposed mm. to just yeah. Anyways, I mean, like you said, that's mm. a discussion mm. for another day, another which part, we will definitely yeah. definitely have. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that was him in Dev Dadakne. The next big. monster hit which i think broke three idiots record for at its point of release being the mm. most successful mm. hindi movie was uh, dangal by nitesh tiwari in 2016 yes. uh, i remember this movie i did not i remember thinking it was okay and I, and what i hate and this is a, a thing that i will talk about see this is why so so dangal is okay the movie is fine daughter man teaches his three daughters uh, to become uh, wrestling heroes all of that well and good the one thing that bollywood movies bait us into doing is they bait us into fake patriotism and dangal tries this so i i remember there was my parents were having a conversation about how we should stand up in the theater the national anthem is being played and when dangal did it i i remember i remember like So there's a whole sequence where they play the entire anthem, right? So, and then everybody stood up, and my father staring at me saying, "Ah, oh, please stand up, please stand up." And I'm just like, "This is not like you're not patriotic if you're if you're going to stand up in a theater to to listen to the national anthem. You're doing it because this is this was the start, like really, this was the yeah, yeah. the Emil Janning moment in my opinion. So <laughs> I was just like, dude, this is. This is forced. I'm not supposed to be proud. Like even Chakte, which came out 2007, didn't play the anthem. I think the same people are going to go out on the movie, spit on the road, litter the yeah, road, pay yeah. bribes, hmm. not pay taxes. Uh, tell Amir Khan that uh, yeah, 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 making sound in Azan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, what what is one? 
so <laughs> i remember watching i rewatched this movie recently with a friend and then it has become way too political but okay <laughs> yeah it's fine it's okay it's <laughs> uh, 6 am it's like sometimes you have to like just go for it if and you go for it you go for it <laughs> and there have been um i think we'll probably put a forward at the start me like we share some political beliefs in this you may or may not agree with us also it? please put my home address i uh, don't put my home address what am i saying <laughs> so kaisa the old one yeah <laughs> i i think dangal is a fairly enjoyable film i think it's it's it is again like it's a sports movie and uh, at a time was and i think it has three very interesting performances um so uh, fatima uh, uh, sana sheikh is in this film who is now amir khan's girlfriend and uh, oh wait i didn't know this dude what the fuck that's yeah so yeah so that's it's this weird oh you i feel like you've just discovered the news on like on the internet right now Uh, because you said i was just uh... uh yeah and yeah so so that's a thing so kiran rao and amir have like since separated that i, I knew that i knew yeah. i didn't know this this wonderful piece of news existed does um that's animal hotra and amir give great performances and uh, amir is again ripped up ripped up the gills in this film uh, and he for like was, one scene yeah one scene like he and then he fight for the movie the movie yeah which made us like why this is put cgi on him like another actor does <laughs> things to say uh, tell me i work in brand consultancy and uh, at our, at our work we have uh, every friday we have somebody as a guest speaker uh, somebody from the creative field uh, who talks about some some aspect of how creativity comes about etc because our founders also feel it helps us think in a different way or whatever it helps mm-hmm. format uh, new thoughts in fact this friday a uh, couple of days back um, we were listening to nitesh tiwari so very nice guy very down to earth very unassuming he does not sound like somebody who's had the success that he's had and so he was giving us a little bit of insight about dangal um, nitesh mentioned this weight gain bit that you mentioned right so amir challenged amir pushed back nitesh why do you want me to gain so much weight mm. uh why can't i be fit i am a wrestler uh, mm. wrestlers at when they are active are fit so why mm. can't i continue to be fit i don't want to gain so much weight uh nitesh said there's two things wrestlers when they are training have a very active obviously they are exercising a lot they eat a, they consume a lot of calories mm. when they retire you stop exercising but your appetite does not still cheer stop exactly there is a lag with your appetite you're still hungry so they do universally tend to gain weight a hmm. and b there is a pivotal scene in the movie where geeta i think uh, wrestles with mahavir singh forgot her dad which hmm. is played by amir khan once hmm. in the akhada where hmm. he wants to show her something or he wants to test her yeah so nitesh says if you are fit there is no way you're going to lose to her there is hmm. no way she's going to beat you that yeah. scene will not be believable if you're fit hmm. apparently at that point when he heard nitesh say that amir was like that makes sense okay mm. from more onwards i'm going to start piling on the pounds mm-hmm. amir got amir gained weight to the point where apparently his usual resting heart rate is between 53 to 57 mm. it went up to 75 fuck okay yeah 
so i mean yes uh, hmm. we can question why is it that event so far hmm. whatever so far ahead yeah, but huh. you have to tip your hat to the level of professionalism amir devotes to roles that he genuinely believes in okay yes, and yeah and i think it shows i think you can tell in a movie where he's phoning it in because doom 3 he's completely phoning it in <laughs> uh, in, in dangal he's like fully locked in locked in and he's yeah. in for the right and you can you can tell how um you know how much of how much it means to him it's a passion project so to speak uh sorry uh i'm just going to add one other thing which i think cool. is is interesting from a narrative perspective uh, cool. another point that nitesh made was so uh, the reason why um so somebody asked him how how faithful are you to uh the historical events when you're portraying something do you mm-hmm. want to say it as is or do you add twists to it he said uh-huh. in in real life mahavir singh was never locked in the room uh, yeah of course yeah at the time of geeta's fight so mm-hmm. the reason he added that twist was it's not about so at that point of the movie viewers know that geeta is going to win the match and win win the medal that is mm-hmm. not in question this is a bollywood mm-hmm. movie Mm-hmm. then how do you make it interesting otherwise it's going to be a very straightforward experience experience at yeah. this point narratively the question is not if the question is how, how? you have to introduce mm-hmm. the how and by locking him into the uh, room now the you've raised the question in audience's mind how is she going to overcome his absence mm-hmm. and win the medal which is mm-hmm. why the the payoff at the end is is significantly more than Emotional, if he were yeah. to be in the mm-hmm. thing and just keep giving her uh, instructions like he has done for all the matches mm-hmm. up till yeah So, so basically again, like it it makes her makes it it makes it makes the fight her own not exactly, uh, exactly. yeah it takes so the spotlight off of him great insight from mm. exactly great insight from nitesh on, on how these decisions factor into screenwriting and at that point honestly i could only think about you thinking these are the kind of insights we need to bear in mind whenever if and when we do do our start uh, yeah do our start yeah stuff yeah But yeah, I just wanted to share that with you. But that's actually um, yeah. very. I I always love little tidbits like this. This is one of my favorite parts of podding, where you just you get this these little inf- bits of information, and especially from people who've had real life interactions with directors or with what the actors, and you you hear stuff to the gray point, and it's always like it's it's interesting because it's a perspective that not many people share because people are just mostly cut and dry about things like oh this is how things are going to happen this this this. okay uh, but when when you're setting up a film you don't like it's a it's a seesaw right basically you're trying yeah. to you're playing with emotions so yeah i think it's it's an interesting uh, that, that was actually quite interesting and even though it is very early in the morning for me I, that kind of woke me up a little bit <laughs> <laughs> um i think after this is, there's maybe some total of 5 minutes to talk about i this. the next movie he's done is secret superstar which is a nice it. film uh it's it's zara zara i forget her name she had, she she quit acting recently um and it's zara wasim zara wasim yes it's actually a very interesting film it's very it's story of uh, a girl and her mother and staying with an abusive father while she wants to ex- explore uh, music as an option so so she starts a youtube channel and then becomes Interesting. Super successful. It's it's a very it's a it's an emotional film, but it's a nice movie. And Amir plays this weird, um, this rather eccentric music producer who helps her get her break. Um, I I'd suggest checking it out. It's I think it should be on Netflix. Just watch it at leisure if possible. What did he do next? <laughs> Wait, Thugs of Hindustan. <laughs> So, Thugs of Hindustan Indian, has, a, has Indian very, Pirates of the Caribbean. Indian Pirates, Indian Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, I watched this movie. I remember moving to New York, and the first and the thing people don't tell you about New York is for a, for a city filled with so many people, you can get terribly lonely. And mm-hmm. 
I was, this was a time when I just moved and I was struggling with the whole move and, you know, like being by myself. Uh, and I remember going to watch Thugs of Hindustan as in the theater because um, there's a thing here called the AMC Movie Pass where you get to watch three movies for free uh, in a week. And I was like, oh, fine. There's only, there's no other way I'm paying to watch this film, this shithouse of a movie. And I remember I, a friend, I left a friend at dinner and then I came in. I said, I just want to watch this and then go home. About halfway through the film, I was like, you know what? I really should have gone home because this is <laughs> <laughs> this is a really bad movie. And they don't do intervals because, you know, the the West. Oh, like they, they, they say So they just run through the entire thing. And oh, man, I was, it's a very bad film. It's an ambitious project, but a very bad movie. I haven't watched it. I mean, I saw the trailer. I'm like, yeah, this is trash. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, don't bother. Okay. What else did, what has followed? That's it. He's been on a hiatus since. I think he's coming out with a movie next year. Yeah, Lal Singh Singh Chadda. Lal Singh Chadda is our official remake of uh, Forrest Gump. So, and yeah. Man. He'll probably do a good job and all. I'm just, Mm. make your own stories. Yeah, why do you want to? That's, that's my big problem with, with most of these properties. But I don't know, it will be interesting to see what he does. I think it was supposed to be released Christmas this year, but I think it's gotten bumped to... I'm guessing COVID would have been in production. Yeah. Wow, that was an episode. That was a... Yeah, it was a very interesting discussion. Yeah. Like, regardless of the epi- uh, episode, mm-hmm. I would say, to be honest. Yeah. I feel like we've gone, we've had discussions on political beliefs, six-minute sequences for Mr. India. And do uh, and the Doom movies. I feel like oh, yeah. this is run the yeah, whole game. Yeah, this has been a very conversational episode. And if you've stuck with us to this point, you probably. Have, I hope you've enjoyed it. And if you've long since gone, it's okay. We'll try and make the next one a little more uh, friendly for you. But just let us know uh, once, as as always. I'll leave yes. a poll and I'll leave a a little space for you to leave feedback on. Let us know what you think. And we'll be and back. If I again. don't make it to the next episode, please have a memorial in my name. Yeah, yeah. Rohit De Basanti, we'll call it. All right. That should be that. We'll see you on the next one. Take care. Bye bye. So they opened their big mouths and out came talk. Talk, talk.